Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 612 this Monday morning, a couple of stories I wanted to touch on. Eric had the one in the news just a few minutes ago, but a couple more details about it. Just a bizarre situation. It's hard to believe when you consider how many things had to go wrong in the universe to like ultimately set up this fatal moment for a 38-year-old man. He was riding a scooter, 27th at Forest Home on the south side. He was hit and killed by a guy riding a motorcycle. Scooter v. Motorcycle. These are not large vehicles, mm-mm, right? Mm-mm. I mean, when you think about it. And it has to work out just perfectly right. for this tragedy to take place. I looked at a couple of TV stations have some video from the crash scene, and it looked like this was a fairly substantial scooter, so not one of those ones that you rent that are laying all over the street, but uh, lying, pardon me, lying all over the street. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it was like had a little bit more meat to it, like it had bigger tires and was substantial. I've so. seen some of these. They can go yeah. pretty far, yeah, or go pretty quick. I mean, you can get over 25 miles an hour on these things. It sounds like the scooter rider was in the wrong, ran a red light, according to police, and then the motorcycle had the green and slammed into the scooter. It was a 20-year-old rider on the bike who did end up in the hospital. Injuries not life-threatening. Again, the scooter rider was killed. Also over the weekend, you had a guy picked up or, well, didn't say if it was a man or a woman, just a driver picked up for OWI 5th, which is an absurdity in and of itself. Right? How many times do you get locked up for OWI before we don't let you out anymore? Right. I don't know what the number is, but I don't think it's five. Anyway, guy slammed a person, slammed into a house, making it worse, hit the gas meter on the home. We Energies had to shut off the gas to the neighborhood. Driver was fleeing a sheriff's deputy who was trying to pull the driver over on the freeway, took off into that residential neighborhood on the south side. Slammed into that house, 25th and Lincoln. Sheriff's office said after all that, the driver was still uncooperative as they're trying to pull this person out of the car. Yeah. So charges of fifth offense OWI pending. And then this one, you had this in the news, too. This one wasn't our fault. It actually happened in Illinois, but with a Milwaukee tie. The the bus driver for the Pirates team bus, or one of them, gets pulled over for OWI in the midst of a state trooper escort. Oftentimes when a team is doing their travel and they, they have a couple of uh, road stops, they'll be in both Milwaukee and in Chicago. They'll right. swing through, and that's what the Pirates were doing. They are coming from Chicago and busting up to Milwaukee. And one of the drivers, apparently they had a state, state patrol escort. You'd think, I don't know if they would take them all the way to the border, but certainly out of Chicago yeah, where sure. it's busy, yeah. right? You want all these buses to sort of caravan together. And they noticed, the troopers did, that one of these buses is like not playing along. Like it's it's hard not to follow in the line <laughs> with the police escort. Yeah, you think? Just follow oh. the flashing lights. So that's how hammered this guy was. Sixty-one years old, suspected of being drunk. The bus was part of that uh, escort, not following along. The pirates did make it to Milwaukee, but the worst thing that happened to him wasn't getting swept by the Brewers. Right. <laughs> that weekend ended well for us. Today, once again, a federal holiday for Juneteenth. The markets are closed, but a lot of things happening in the news this week. Eric's got the week ahead. It's always a big week. It's time to look at the week ahead. Where to start? Uh, you mentioned Juneteenth, so yes, there's a parade today. Juneteenth Festival taking place. Uh, our partners down the hall at 1017 The Truth is going to be broadcasting all day today. 
parade starts at 9A, and our partners at TMJ4 News are going to broadcast that parade, too. So lots going on. Oldest Juneteenth parade yeah. in the nation. Isn't that something? Milwaukee's distinction. Also today, and this is in the any other time, you'd be like, eh, maybe not. Maybe I'd be bored by this. However, given the talk that's been going back and forth in Madison over budget and funding for UW, the UW system, there is a Senate Committee on Universities and Revenue taking place today. And all of uh, some of the big big wigs, if you will, are going to be testifying. Jay Rothman, president of UW uh, System, he's going to be there. Mark Monet from UWM and others from uh, the Wisconsin Technical College. So something to pay attention to as they try to figure out who's going to get money and how much. Also this week, the summer solstice. That's right, the longest day of the year. And we're yes. not officially in summer yet. And technically it's still 24 hours. But it's the longest daylight yeah. day of the you year. You know, the day is not actually longer. No. Don't text. <laughs> we know. It just means sunlight. <laughs> yes, that's on Wednesday, June 21st. Also on Wednesday, Vince, NASA holding a tour and ribbon-cutting ceremony. I'm not sure how big a deal this is. For its new Earth Information Center at the agency's headquarters. So everyone's going to be there, including Bullseye. Yeah, Bill yeah. Nelson, NASA administrator, is going to be there. This is a new hybrid exhibit headquarters space. It includes physical displays, interactive media. It's going to be held at their, their main spot there in Washington. What do we do there? Uh, you're going to look at different things regarding... This is like a museum, though? It's not yes. like a research facility? No. It's okay. going it's, it's Climate change is a key priority of this. Uh, what they're going to show there. They can show how you can improve lives in the face of disasters, environmental challenges, and climate change. Change. So, yeah. I'm just in it for the moon stuff. Yeah, and you can you look know, at like, some moon stuff, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> also, this week, believe it or not, it always comes quickly upon us. Summerfest. Summerfest starts... Thursday. I can't tell you how many people I was talking to recently. Like, is Summerfest already? Yeah, it like it's happens. like sneaking up on us. July Fourth always seems to come fairly quickly, but then I feel like summer takes it slows down a bit after that. Okay. I feel like after once we get to the fourth, then it slows down. Anyway, Summerfest is three weekends. Don't forget, starting Thursday, we have Eric Church, Zach Brown Band's going to headline on Friday, and James Taylor and Cheryl Crow. We'll be there on Saturday. It would be pretty cool if Cheryl Crow would bring like a Bucks player on stage with her or something like that. How about that, right? Because she's a Bucks fan. I mean, that she would be. Her son, she's yeah. brought her son to the yeah. games. That would be pretty awesome if, if Giannis were to roll in there too, right? That'd be all right. Something pretty cool. We've got Scott Zeal, Vice President of Entertainment for Summerfest now in the state of Bob Babish, yep. who retired. He's going to join us live on that opening day of Summerfest here on uh, Wisconsin's Morning News. Speaking of the Bucks players invading the stage when Cheryl Crow's on there, not, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but the Bucks draft, or the NBA draft anyway, is Thursday. The Spurs have the first pick. Talk about sneaking up on us. Six forty-one on Wisconsin's morning news. We're joking earlier. Three dads in the house here: Brandon, Eric, and me. Feels strange when people run around and like the kids want to serve you. Oh, you don't have to do that, Dad. Like, let's stop here. That didn't happen you're, at you're, my house. I was going to say I had to do everything. So <laughs> there's my, no kids serving me. You know, no one served you. My fourteen-year-old at three o'clock. Oh, hey, uh, Dad, happy. It's it's Father's Day, right? Happy Father's Day. Thank <laughs> Which you. Which probably, as far as you're concerned, just as well, That's right? Fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't care. Do you did you get a grilling incident yeah, over we, at your we place? Had an issue. What's we the had, matter with you over there? You try to burn uh, down Menominee Falls. Uh, it was it was actually there was a there's a moment, there's about a ten second moment of like, okay, 
am process I, this. Am I getting the hose? The, the, the question was asked by my wife, do we need to call the fire department? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. They're, more. They're, I need more. So we were going we to bake. Um, bake. We are going to grill pizzas. We've done that before. It's fun. Everyone gets to make their own. You have the dough and all that stuff. And Angie had them all. You throw it right up. on the grill then, huh? Yeah, there's ways to do that. Okay. Um, and you can put on your own toppings and all that. A little fun Father's Day thing and all that. So we had them all set up and... Uh, had a couple of people over from the the neighborhood just kind of chatting on the patio. They left, and I looked over, and we had turned the 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 grill on, but neither of us were paying enough attention to it, and the, it was all the way hot, like the, it was all pinged up. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you mean the little temperature yeah, thing. Yeah, the temperature the- was all the way to the end where it couldn't go any hotter. It was melting. So I'm like, whoa! <laughs> so I opened it up, and um, flames coming up pretty high. So I'm able able to get it under control, but I the heat was still strong enough that when I brought it back down. It it ro- it went up again very quickly, even though I had taken the temp down. Hmm, okay. And uh, Angie threw the pizzas on there, and that that oily dough <laughs> was it. It's a gas grill, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I can a gas so then, up. yeah. So then it yeah. just like I, you could black smoke Ooh. barreling out of it, and I opened it, and the flame went high, and I'm like, whoa! And I could I felt the heat obviously. You got your eyebrows still. So and my good. my neighbor yells to me. He's like, "Do you need a hose?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, no, but I don't I don't know if I should spray it." <laughs> So Angie got like baking soda. We threw some yeah. of that on. Then yeah. I shut it, thinking that I could, you know, choke it. And then I didn't want to open it again because so I'm gotten the gas. I'm trying to get the propane. I'm I'm wheeling it out to the middle of the uh, the yeah back the away yard. from the house. Yeah, a away bit, from right? the house. My neighbor's like, dude, we already have a wildfire in Canada. Nice. <laughs> you need that too right now. Like, I'm dealing with this man. So it was so hot that like one of those uh, heat plates that sit underneath the the grill part yeah, okay. melted and fell through. I've never seen it. Like, oh cow. my gosh. So you're in the market for a new grill. Well, I have, I have not <laughs> inspected it. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> we'll get you a grill that we destroyed on Father's Day. <laughs> we'll have to see. Though President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863 and the Civil War ended in April of 1865, Union soldiers did not arrive in Galveston, Texas until June of that year, June 19th, when it said the last of Americans, America's enslaved people were notified the war and effectively slavery in America was over. Nefarary Dance came out of North Division High School. One of, one of the teachers, Mrs. Sarah Grant, may she rest in peace, started it all. And it's been going on for 50 plus years. Well, I can tell that they are really looking to uh, impress the judges. Some sounds from the 51st annual Juneteenth Parade is broadcast by TMJ4 in 2022. This year, the 52nd annual, the oldest Juneteenth Parade in the nation, steps off 14th and Atkinson at 9 a.m. Our teammate from 1017 The Truth, they've got a full day of coverage over there, not only in the parade but surrounding events. Telly Hughes is with us this morning. Hey, Telly. Hey, good morning, Vince. How you doing? Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your day like today? Now, are you part of the parade broadcast over at The Truth or what? Yes, I am. I am looking forward to it. This will be my first, and like you just mentioned, Milwaukee's 52nd uh, Juneteenth celebration. And my day looks like we're going to break up our lineups. And, of course, you can always catch me and Denise Thomas on Truth Be Told with BT and Telly week mornings, 
weekday mornings from nine, I mean, 7 to 9. But this morning, we are going to be broadcasting live from Juneteenth and starting at 11 o'clock. It will be me, Sherwin Hughes, and Melanie Ricks from 11 to 12.30, and then the lineup switches up from there on. We're going to be on from 11 to 3 o'clock, and I want to say Denise will be with Sherwin Hughes. She'll be with Tori Lowe, and we'll just mix things up with Dr. Ken Harris at the bottom of the lineup. But, uh, yes, looking forward to it. It seems like it's going to be an outstanding celebration, great weather, so looking forward to it. Kelly, I got to say, like, Juneteenth was not something that I was aware of, I suppose, outside of maybe a little bit that was covered during a Civil War unit or whatever in school. But it seems to have grown so much bigger in the last several years. I'm wondering for you growing up, was it was it part of your culture? Did, did your family honor Juneteenth? Absolutely not. I I was not aware. It was something that uh was was not celebrated in the St. Louis area. Uh I know it became a federal holiday, I want to say in 2020. And um I still needed a little education on it. And I think I have mentioned this to you before. I have an older sibling who is a news anchor in Miami, Florida, and he did a two part special on Juneteenth, actually went down to Gavison, Texas and really dug up a lot of the history. And I tell you what, it educated me, and I I realized the importance of it. You just hear, okay, uh, slaves were free two years after Abraham Lincoln, um, you know, freed slaves, and that's all you know. But there's so much more to the story, and uh, I encourage people to try to get educated on it. It's not just some made-up holiday that just came up about two or three years ago it's it has a deep history and uh nothing goes on for 52 years if there's not a success and once again milwaukee has the older juneteenth celebration and it's the 52nd year 52 years telly but you're right it does seem like in the the last several it has really grown in popularity why do you think that is well i mean and uh, on top of it becoming a a federal holiday i think that was the main reason because Outside of Milwaukee, uh, they've been doing this in Galveston, Texas, I don't know how long. And and I just think that once it became a federal holiday, it became something that I, I, I'm assuming that the country felt like everyone should recognize and not just be a holiday restricted for African Americans. So I think that has been the, the uh, origin of the popularity that has taken place over the last, I would say, two or three years. But um clearly once again this is something that's been going on for a really long time and uh and it is good that it is, it is getting more attention and more light telly hughes from 1017 the truth appreciate it telly uh please get our best to all our teammates who are working hard today and uh you can listen to telly and uh everyone on the broadcast team over there not just for the parade but the surrounding events through the day have a good one man all right you too take care